the last man on earth. My name is Lex Durgan. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt's childhood dream of becoming a beautiful ballerina never panned out, but he keeps his very first tutu in case his massage clients ask for the premium package. Yep. That's sweet. I can picture you in a tutu. <laughs> this week's show is sponsored by Common Sense. When even the Speaker of the House volunteers to be the high school wrestling coach and take boys and canoe trips alone, he's fucking them. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Common Sense. We'll listen to you more next time. That was pretty sick. That was pretty sick shit at Denny Hastert stuff, man. I never would have thought that those guys would have been doing weird shit. The volunteer wrestling those, coach? The war criminals, yeah. Uh, well, know. yeah. I mean, his, his crime was love. His crime was passion, I think. <laughs> uh, there's only there's four boys mentioned, but you know, the list could go to like 400 or some shit like that. Uh, how people still let uh, men who are not related to them take their boys on canoe and fishing trips and, and, and undress them in the, in the wrestling room? Uh, wrestling, yeah, nothing could happen. I mean, baseball, maybe. I'm not leaving my kid with a guy that's into wrestling at all. No, I think every school should be obligated to hire a private detective 24-7 to follow the wrestling coach, <laughs> at the very least. His phone should be tapped, his internet should be, internet should be open to the public, so you can see where he's going. Uh, it was, I mean, you cannot, no one could be surprised more when the wrestling coach gets arrested, gets arrested for sodomy on young, young boys. I would argue maybe just let's get rid of wrestling. We don't need it. No, we don't need wrestling. Although some of the boys might have, might have enjoyed old Denny back there. Uh, if you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter, Last Men Podcast, or on Facebook, also at lastmenpodcast.com. By the way, that guy was third in line to be the president. That's kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, he was like the fifth weirdest guy in the Bush administration. <laughs> he was not even one of the weird guys. Uh, although uh, he was the only one who was, was uh, nailing, paying $2.5 million. By the way, he paid $2.5 million to shut up that guy. Did you see that C-SPAN show? So he was on C-SPAN, uh, Hastert, and whatever. Five, oh, he six, called. Yeah, the guy, he, one of the air. kids he molested called on air and started like giggling like weirdly. That and was saying, very eerie. And, yeah, it was really. And I was just thinking like, that's if you're the molester, you got to be pretty fucked up when you think I'm on C-SPAN nothing's going to happen here right and some dude calls up and starts giggling that little giggle and starts reminding you of the, the, the clo- what you did to him in the closet like 30 years ago yeah away. you can tell that kid's got some demons because he's, he's watching C-SPAN yeah watching C-SPAN and laying his pile of molestation cash <laughs> alright on to the show uh, Matt let me ask you uh, you waver between 350 pounds and 200 pounds uh not like Jonah Hill from movie roles. You just get fat and skinny every other week. Uh, Jennifer, there's a whole thing. Jennifer Lawrence, Amy Schumer, every, and I think they're best friends now, by the way, every female actress who is not skinny, because really being skinny you just means you can shut up and not take part in this conversation, now has to talk about how they're being body shamed or how America is unreal about its body image for women. Jennifer Lawrence says she wishes there should be a new body image for women because she works out so hard and drinks only pressed juice, but she can't be skinny like those the girls that Hollywood wants her to be. Amy Schumer came out last week and said she was not, a, she was one of the magazines. Glamour called her a plus size model, which I guess she said before they called her plus size model, that being heavy was kind of cool and you should be yourself until someone calls, until someone calls you that. And yeah. then she said, I'm a size six to eight, which is ridiculous. Everyone wants to be the, the skinniest of their own demographic. Yeah. Right? Everyone wants, everyone wants, every woman now wants to call like heavy set women, a beautiful and natural until someone calls them a heavy set woman, then they want to deny it. And start I thought that her shtick was being chubby. Does she want to be the the thinnest fat girl or the fattest skinny girl? Thin girl? That's what she wants. The well, fattest skinny girl. If you want to be a comedian, I, here's my take on comedians: is that comedians, people who are naturally fat, when they lose weight, are not as funny mm-hmm. because they're just not you know whatever it is that made them funny was part of it that was making them fat as well. Yeah. So when they start controlling, it's like almost censoring yourself. You're censoring when you're censoring your the cheesecake bites you're eating at night. You're almost censoring your, your source of comedy, right? There's a sweet spot. And, it's, and actually, Schumer is right there. You know, she's a little bit uh, She's chubby. a little chubby, but she does. Like, she always says, her big thing is she goes around and says, I'm a little chubby, but I can get dick whenever I want to. 
Which is probably true, right? Well, yeah, it's, I mean that's not a real accomplishment. <laughs> but well, I don't mean like, I don't mean like you get dick. I it's mean she's an exclusive like, club of people. Well, she means she's she does pretty well. Her boyfriend's normal and, and, and a relatively handsome dude. You know, she doesn't like have to scrounge for dudes, right? She gets dude, and part of that's because she's famous and wealthy now. I'm sure. But she, you know, she could gain another fifty pounds and still get fucked whenever she wanted to. Yeah, but I think she means she can get like guys who can get skinny girls. Basically, is what she's saying. She's saying she's not hurting. She's not hurting for dick. She's not having to go on Match.com and lie about her size. She's like guys are hitting on her at places and stuff like that. So she's in that sweet zone. And okay. She's a comedian and she's rela- I think she's relatable because she's heavy to other women. Yeah, who are mostly heavy. But Jennifer Lawrence has this this whole thing where she's this whole. Conceit seems to be that America is dying because it's too skinny because of models, size zero models and Victoria's Secret models. It's convincing American women to be so skinny that they're they're literally dying. But aren't we actually dying from being being too fat in this country? Isn't it the exact opposite? Yeah, it's not a great message. (laughs) uh, Jennifer Lawrence, whenever she says something, it seems really incoherent. Like she's saying that she shouldn't be the fattest actress and she's not she's not even fat is she and she's just trying to like no she's like a she le- i think she leans she probably has to work a lot harder not to be it's such a chick thing though to, yes. to want the best of both worlds she wants to lump herself in with the body image crowd and say oh i'll eat a cheeseburger i don't care but then it's like whoa don't call me fat <laughs> there should be way fatter chick you know it's the same thing of like uh yeah, we want equal pay for sure, but why are you not opening my car door? Like it's the same mentality. That you don't they like all have. you don't like that though. You when, you don't like opening car doors for women. No, do open you? your own car door, <laughs> fatty. Uh, well, here's the thing. So she's, I think she is. She grew up in Kentucky, which is like just one of the fattest states in the entire country. I did a little little Google research, and they're uh, they're in the top ten for adults and number, top three for children. By the way, in obesity. So that there. that bodes it's well disgusting. for future generation. Yeah. If those kids don't die early, they will grow up to be fat adults, and they will move up that chart pretty fast with Mississippi and Wisconsin, which are leading the pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting enough, not just the southern state, but Wisconsin actually is the fattest state in the country. Beer and cheese. Beer and cheese and cold weather really does it. Uh, but it's the problem in Kentucky, where she grew up, is there weren't. it wasn't like there were tons of skinny people around her in Kentucky. They were all fat. So she's living in this little bubble like in L.A. with models and actresses where they are super skinny yeah. because they need to be. There's a small, very small portion of the population, which women and men, who have to be slender for their profession. She's in that profession. So if you're not slender, you're fat. Isn't that the, sort of the way she has to deal? She has to live with that. I mean, you don't see hospitals filled with like skinny women dying from being skinny. No, uh, I mean, to me, I read it a different way. That Jennifer Lawrence was just like, I want to look skinnier by comparison. So we should start ca- casting some fatter actresses. Really? Yeah. She has the power to do that too. She's going to turn like. Everybody into fatter, fatter actress, so she looks skinny by comparison. I, like I mean, I didn't conspiracy. really get her point either. Like Melissa McCarthy is one of the most popular actresses. Does very well for herself, uh, job wise and financially. And she's disgustingly overweight. <laughs> she's she's a she's a plus plus sized. Uh, she also has her own fashion line for plus sized ladies who are, who are big and beautiful. I mean, isn't the thing like? Shouldn't we just go back? Wasn't life easier and weren't people healthier when you were just either fat or skinny? Those are the two options. So if you weren't skinny, you were fat, and then you sort of said, I don't want to be fat, and people call me fat, so I'm going to be skinny. Weren't we much healthier then? Yeah. I mean, up until recently, you know, I mean, Schumer is talking about, um, God, what was her thing that, that uh, she, yeah, you should encourage people to to be fat. and she's, a, she's Her whole thing was like, look, I mean, they called me a plus-size model. I don't want to be a plus-size model. They did lump her in with Melissa McCarthy, which is kind of harsh because she's not that fat. 
I can see saying like maybe you should have skinny, fat, and super fucking fat. Those can be the three. Those can be the three categories. Well, the term plus size is kind of a thing because the stores used to stop at size fifteen or sixteen or something like that. Right? Yeah, they they would not make it for larger women. And then like stores like Lane Bryant and stuff came along and started capitalizing how fat Americans were becoming. Now they go up to thirty five. Ah, they go up to fucking ten. You can go circus tent. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, with women, like Amy Schumer said, well, I'm a size six to eight. Which I don't think is no. That's not true. Accurate. That's a, like part of half of her body. I wonder because I wear you know. Women you wear a size do, six. Do you wear a size six to eight, Matt? I wonder what size I would wear if I was a woman. You know, I don't know. I weigh about two hundred pounds. Um, what do you usually wear on your on your fun uh, fun days on Saturday nights? <laughs> what do you what do you what do you go out in? Well, I'm I'm on the cusp of having to go to the to the big and tall store, but they there is no big and tall for women. It's just. Fat. Yeah, well, plus size, beautiful, big, beautiful woman, BBW. Well, plus uh, size isn't like natural Lisa size. Leslie's going in there. Natural, natural size. There's a they, no. They don't call it the XXL fatty store. No one, <laughs> no one would fucking go into that place. I just, I, I, I think like there's this idea that like you know, yeah, you shouldn't be making fun of people who are like Amy Schumer, right? But you should be kind of making fun of people who are super fat because doesn't that make them encourage them to be skinny as opposed to accepting the fact that they're going to die at 45 from a heart attack? Well, yeah, the fat acceptance movement is insane. You know, that's you're you're, you're killing yourself, and I don't think that's really a good idea. I mean, isn't, isn't the size zero thing a straw man? Isn't it like saying like, oh, you want you want us to be skinny and healthy? Isn't that just a straw man set up by people who just don't want to lose weight? Because a very very small infinitesimal portion of the population is a size zero, super skinny, anorexic looking. And those happen to be models, yes. They put on fashion magazines. But that's not the problem with America. I think with Jennifer Lawrence, it's probably even more self-involved than that. You know, I think it's it's this thing of I'm not the skinniest one and clearly she wants to be. So it's like she's got to it's, – it's always I'm oppressed. I'm, I'm disadvantaged in some way. I have to – you know, I've got it tough. I've got it tougher than everyone else because I'm a famous actress but I'm a size larger than another actress. Like fucking Crimea River, you know. So you don't feel sorry for Jennifer Lawrence? I think she was probably cool. I like I like the stories when she was coming up that she used to fart and drink and drink beer and fart a lot in public. That was my. Did she get a new PR person? Weed. No, now she's been in Hollywood for too long. Now she's been sucked into this like fucking mentality of like selfishness and self absorption and the fact that like I don't want to be judged by people for my looks, even though I make like a hundred million dollars off my looks every year. I de- I'm determined to like live my live my career off my looks and yet not be ever judged about my looks. It's a weird thing. I think maybe the the fappening thing really screwed her up mentally. Those are awesome pictures, by the way. Really? Yeah. Well, she just those are, those are her. For the people who don't know, those are naked sex photos that were released. She seems to attach herself to all these issues and sort of, in a roundabout way, kind of bastardize them to the point of it, it, nothing she says really makes sense. No, she's not really a particularly good actress either. Uh, but she's, you know, she's she's attractive. She was good in American Hustle. I thought she was pretty funny. Yeah, she was good in American Hustle. Do you see the Hunger Games series? No. Yeah, she doesn't say anything Hunger Games. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to go back to fat, skinny, and I will allow you super fucking fat as a third category. Super fucking fat means that you're you're gonna die soon. How like, about just medium, large, extra large, and obese, uh, or something like that? Yeah, well, we should have one at the very top for just people just really just shame and humiliate them, just to keep them alive. Right, and then we can call you can call the really super skinny like people about to die too. You could call them some derogatory names so they so they eat something too. It's kind of like with the how George Carlin said, you know, the middle class, uh, the poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Yes. And uh, I kind of feel like that's the role of fat people now. 
like we kind of need a few of them just so we can go, okay, we don't want to look like that. I agree. Jennifer Lawrence, you can't be like, Amy Schumer could definitely be that fat person. I could see her going on a bender and just putting on 50. That'd be awesome. Like the Chris Farley towards the end where it was not funny. He was too fat to be funny. He was too fat mixing the drugs into. That was pretty bad. Yeah. But there's that count. There's always that exciting countdown to death, to premature death, which kind of I, I find very cool for live entertainment. Hmm. All right, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, you're fine just what you are, Amy Schumer. You could drop 20 or 30, I think. <laughs> you still be, you, get even, you get even better dick at that point. All right, Matt, I want to ask you something. Uh, I know you're particularly, uh, being from Alaska, you're particularly a big fan of Sarah Palin. You have a Palin bumper sticker. Oh, You've God. read all her books. Uh, you have her T-shirt. Sometimes you uh, dress up like her and put the glasses on and do her speech, redo her speeches. Uh, Azalea Banks. Uh, she, she fucked a lot of uh, basketball players. Sarah Palin? Uh, Glenn Rice. I, I know the stories about her, how she screwed, she screwed all the basketball players. Uh, she was a female athlete herself in her younger days. Uh, but I find I kind of find that's one of her only redeeming qualities. <laughs> like that's the only thing when I think about Sarah Palin, the only thing I liked about her is that she was very promis- she was very promiscuous. As a yeah, I don't know what else she would really do. I mean, that and like her hunting skills are like the two things I could point to. If you said, "What do you like about her?" I like that she fucked a lot of basketball players and she 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 can kill an animal from a thousand yards. I don't know. Doesn't she shoot him from a helicopter? She has a helicopter. I don't know. She does something. She rounds him up in nets and slaughters him with her Bowie knife and then I don't know, eats her hearts. I don't something like that. She's a rugged. She's an outdoor girl. She's a legit outdoor girl, I think, and obviously an indoor girl, according to Glenn Rice. Indoor, outdoor, even. Would it be weird to be married to a chick that stupid? Like, uh, have you met her husband? Uh, yeah, guy, her husband, by the way, seems to take a lot. Of, gets a lot of snowmobile accidents, like more than usual. So either he's like, drink, I assume he's just drinking a lot, or he's trying to kill himself, or she's trying to kill him. I can't figure out what it is, but he's been in like seventeen snowmobile accidents. No, he's just that's just a numbers game. He's a snow machine guy, and those things are extremely dangerous. You think about it, you're going on a hard surface on a machine yeah. that goes a hundred miles an hour uh, through trees and and fence posts and stuff. You're you're gonna get fucked up. It's an Alaska thing. I don't understand it, but Azalea Banks understands it. She gets white people. She's a black rapper. Uh, she likes to call gay people homos. She likes to call white people crackers. She does the whole thing. Uh, she says it's all born out of love. She uh, read a story. There's there's a number of uh, websites now trying to imitate The Onion online. Yeah. Only they're not funny. So they create like fake. They take a real nose story. They write a satirical piece about it that's outlandish. Only it's not funny. So you can't actually tell that it's satirical. Sometimes it's on the cusp of, of – Plausibility. It's yeah. They're always on the so it's something about she wrote someone on this website wrote a story, this satirical story about how Sarah Palin was claiming that black people love slavery, black people were in favor of slavery. Yeah, that generally black people had a very favorable view of slavery. They really liked the fact they got to come to America. It was it was really big positive for them, uh, which of course wasn't wasn't true. Although she probably thinks that. Uh, Azalea Banks read the fake article, got all pissed, and started tweeting all this shit about Sarah Palin, hoping she gets raped by big black dicks. Uh, a bunch of other shit like that. She wished a gang rape upon her. So let me ask you this question, Matt. I'm sure this has happened to you before. Uh, when people order a gang rape, a, a big black cock gang rape, uh, gang rape on you, uh, is that something they can just apologize for the next day, or do you still f- have your feelings hurt? I wouldn't really care. I mean, it's Twitter. You know, like it's it's not like she's ordering the the house call of the big black dicks. Um, I'd say to her, you only get to say shit like that if you're doing it somehow in a clever or ironic fashion. Like just because you're a young black chick, you don't get to just say whatever you want. That, By the way, if someone else said that, you would pitch a fucking fit, right? Oh, yeah. No, if it was like – if it was white on black, yes, ordering like white guys to go rape and lynch a black woman or something, yes, there would be a totally different reaction to this. Yeah. 
But even so, I think I think her, I mean she did pull them and she wrote some lame ass apology where she explained that uh, having black guys pull a train on Sarah Palin was not rape because it would be consensual. Uh, group group sex and Sarah Palin might actually enjoy that. Well, Which, by the way, she might. Based on her history, it's she. You know, but that was a pretty behavior. That as far she, as apologies go, saying you know when I said gang rape, I didn't mean gang rape. It's not really a great apology. It's a fair point, but it kind of misses the mark, I guess. Is there anything that like people can say on? Is there anything people can say on Twitter or social media or even in the press? If you're a young black rapper, a young rapper, a young female rapper, is there anything you could say that's like beyond the pale, that's too far? Well, I thought that they did have certain standards. I mean, if how is her Twitter account still active? If I tweeted at, say, Azalea Banks, and like you said, I hope you get raped by a bunch of white guys and they fucking chop your head off and throat fuck you, which is basically, wouldn't I be censored on Twitter? Uh, they you would probably, my yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that I think that kind of shit goes on all the time. But if it's a big, if it's noticed and people complain about it, then yeah, you'd probably lose your account. Right. But they don't pull. I mean, these these guys pull a lot. Of, she, she's written a lot of shit before. Now she pulled the tweets. Now you just block people, I guess. So you, you can block people. You can you can. They made. You know, she pulled the tweets down. I see once you know it's ridiculous. They get captured the minute the minute you write them, they get captured. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it just you know I don't care about the coarsening of society. I actually like the coarsening of society. I'm rooting for the more more coarsening. We can't be we can't be coarse enough as far as I'm concerned. However. If you read a fake article and then you get really outraged about it and then go tell someone you're going to fucking rape the shit out of them or something like that, that just seems like something you should suffer a little setback for. That seems like you've you've really put all your cards you really put all your cards out there. Yeah, and you know it's okay. I mean, people call Trump you know a Nazi, whatever like that, but that's their feelings and they can point to some whatever they point to. But accusing somebody of, of saying you know from a satirical article and saying you hope they basically get fucking <laughs> f- fucked until they bled. Yeah, that seems like you should go away for like six months. Well, she's some sort of detainment. Yeah, <laughs> she clearly has like a, a major personality disorder. Because first of all, it's it's embarrassing simply getting tricked yes. by one of those articles. Yes. And frankly, you know, I would say to her, she thinks that she's smart, and that's half the battle of actually convincing people that you're smart. I think um, rappers are poets. Don't you believe rappers are poets? Uh, yeah, that's true. But you know, isn't she the Emily Dickinson of our era? Well, they're smart. Rappers out there, but there's also stupid little twats like you know. The, the, does she rap? I don't. I've like I've never heard. Uh, she raps. Oh, she raps. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard her music either. I mean, the only time I hear about her, she's always like she was the one on the on the flight. She called a flight attendant a, a, a faggot, uh, which is not nice. Uh, they're all gay, but she called him a faggot, and then she tried to punch him or shove him, and then she said, "Oh, faggot's a term of endearment," which again is a bad lie. Like I don't think she's that bright. <laughs> it's, it's like you know when you first. How old are you when you first have opinions and you go around lecturing people and you think you're really smart? You know when you're like eleven. Yeah. And you're telling your parents who to vote for and shit. It's like that, but she doesn't. Sixth grade. I believe it's sixth grade when you, you come into your own and believe that you're actually smart. It's interesting that – so you take her and Black China. They're basically the same person. They're just a social media Is that because they're black and all black people look alike to you, Matt? Or are you just saying that as a, a, more of a metaphorical comparison? Uh, I just mean they're in the same demo. You can okay. take uh, – uh, the, the Jenner chicks too, same same thing. But Banks actually has opinions yes. on things. Like she seems to be somewhat curious about the world. You know, she expresses it in a really cunty, like disgusting way that exemplifies the deterioration of our entire culture. But isn't that an improvement over just being a boring dumb whore? I don't think so. I like I like you say boring dumb whore like it's bad. I think that's really a good thing. And also, isn't the worst thing really about her the fact that after she gets called on her shit, she apologizes? Like, how gangster is it to, like, okay, so you said Sarah Palin should be gang raped by a bunch of big black dudes. 
You know, and then you realize you were wrong. Just double down and say, like, I hope they fucking axe off your head and fucking fuck you up the ass and then, then rape your kids, too. It's yeah. just like, isn't that, isn't, would that be more street than actually, like, just apologize and then explain why the white corporate culture is the reason why you make these mistakes? I guess so. I mean, I don't know at what point you apologize. Like, you don't, you can't cap a guy and then you don't apologize to his family no. at that point, do you? I always like to ask myself, what would DMX do? And I believe that's uh, get drunk and live under a freeway overpass. <laughs> but but uh, it's just like that's that the very first part is that like it's one thing if you're authentically she's a very angry person. If you're authentically angry, a black angry woman who's just angry at everything white and all this other shit, and you feel oppressed and Black Lives Matter, all this stuff, you just fucking so pissed at white people about this, and you spot off all this racist shit against white people and all this stuff. Okay, fine, that's your point of view, but don't apologize. Don't apologize then afterwards. Yeah, because then you just seem like a phony. Black Lives Matter person, which is even worse than the Black Lives Matter people, because at least they actually believe the shit they're saying. It's just another example of someone that's completely disenfranchised by like this corporate landscape, and she's angry. She doesn't know what she's angry about. She's not completely dis- when you when you make a million dollars, you're not completely disenfranchised. What does she make a million dollars? She's on? had a lot of. She does tours. She does. She tours pretty well. Her albums do pretty well. Her music is pretty well. She signed a major record label. Oh, I didn't know. She's that. not like widely. She's not Jay Z successful. She doesn't have two hundred fifty million dollars in the bank, but she's making. You know, she's making good money. She doesn't have a side job. No, no, she's she's making good money. She'll be on some reality. She'll have some reality shows soon enough too, I'm sure. So she's not that disenfranchised. Maybe her vote doesn't count. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of black votes not counting because that's no big thing for you. Uh, so I read out this is a side topic. Uh, I read all the Bernie Sanders Hillary Clinton numbers. Yeah. Without black votes, Bernie Sanders wins in like a landslide. Yeah. Hillary Clinton wins all the black. Wins She's all getting black. 65%, 75% of black and Latino She's, votes. She, uh, Hillary Clinton only wins black votes, black and Latino votes, and she wins older older white ladies. Yeah. Rich, older white ladies. So the unique size sort of trifecta of her, of her voting demographic. But she's going to win the nomination because of the minority population vote. So when uh, black, the idea of black voters being disenfranchised, there is some obviously truth to that, but they are actually electing Hillary Clinton, and she's probably going to be president. They're actually electing Hillary Clinton to the presidency over at least over Bernie Sanders. Uh, I mean, that's a decent spin on it. But if if they, I Thank think you. if they just Thank did you. a popular I'm vote burn. that Sanders uh, would probably, be, you know, you look at this primary process. So why the fuck are you doing a Democratic primary in Mississippi in the first place, which no Democrat has won since the party switched roles and right. ra- racism and also like Bur- Sanders just won whatever fuck Wyoming or where it was, but they gave more delegates to clinton anyhow yeah the whole thing was set up you know just to disenfranchise people in the first place so. but but let's say let's be fair the black vote is this year is going to decide on who maybe clinton would have won popularly anyhow but they're actually sanders would have i think won the delegate count without the black vote so they're actually putting hillary clinton in the white house so just shut up about black disenfranchisement. <laughs> i'm saying and they're going to be who the lame republican is so really literally the black and latino vote have picked out who the president's going to be this year so that's all I want to say. And by, the, and by the way, she's going to be a shitty president for those populations. I'm not giving up. I think Sanders is is uh, increasing his, his uh, lead, his his polling in New York, and I think he's going to tie in New York, and I think he's going to – Somehow he won eight, like nine of the last ten states, and Hillary Clinton still picked up more delegates. It's some weird some weird process. I don't like either of them, but I'm just saying that was my side note for Azalea Banks. So calm down, Azalea, if that's what I'm saying. You're, you're electing Hillary Clinton, an old, an old, super wealthy, rich white lady to be president. <laughs> so you should feel good about that. Uh, they, they've yet there's – there's this thing going around where they're trying to find uh, white uh, men under 40 who are voting for Hillary Clinton. Right. Like in search, like an in search of thing. Like they cannot find like a, a guy under the age of 40 who's saying he's voting for Hillary. 
There's just nobody left in America. I mean, aren't there guys that are like telling their wives that they're voting for Hillary? Yeah, but they won't. They're going to at least pull for. Then the general, they probably they will. say I'm going to go vote and drive around the block and hit the Taco <laughs> yeah. Bell. Like they don't give a shit. <laughs> no. It's just hard to imagine a guy who's not like an old, an older guy voting, like pulling the lever for Hillary. It just seems like that's just something. I don't think do. anyone is excited about Hillary. I like this is L.A. and it's it's pretty liberal. I haven't seen more than like one Hillary bumper. No, it's sticker. definitely a Bernie town. This is definitely a Bernie. I mean, I think anyone who's like liberal considers a liberal is definitely Bernie. Right. Like voting for Hillary is like saying I just hate Republicans. <laughs> like it's just like which is whatever it is, but that's just like saying I just want like things not to change so much, and I hate Republicans. Yeah, or like I don't follow politics, but I'm into women. Winning yes. things. Yes. Well, the vote for Hillary is a vote for women. Uh, I can't wait for it. Azalea, calm your ass down. Uh, the gang rip and paling would be funnier if you actually did it. I just want to say that. It would be horrible. I think we could live stream that. I'd watch. Uh, Glenn Rice could lead the pack. It's a train. It's not a rape. It's a train. No. And I don't, by the way, pulling a train is like one of the worst idioms ever. Um, it just, I don't care if it's consensual or not. There's just no way to become out of that as a woman not feeling objectified. <laughs> I lost my virginity in a train. Did you really? Yeah. Really? How many men were fucking you in that night? How many men were fucking you that night? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fucking caboose. Touché. You're such a caboose. All right. Go away, Azalea. Uh, we got an email from Alexander. Let me ask you. Uh, we've been talking. Alexander wants to know uh, specifically... Uh, isn't Jennifer Lopez teaming up with Dr. Luke just a sign that rape isn't as bad as being unfamous? Uh, Jennifer Lopez this week unveiled her new song, which I, as far as I can tell, they're all computer generated. They're just like type in profile, Latina, uh, house music, whatever. And then like it's like a song, button on a Casio. Yeah, you put on a Casio, you plug in like what the song would be about dancing and the club and and feeling good and meeting a guy who is perfect for you. And then it spits out like a song. It's and, like a quicken. Yeah. thing. But Dr. Luke has knows how to make that better than anybody else, clearly. And so Cash is suing him because she claimed that he raped her, all stuff. Jennifer, Lo- uh, Jennifer Lopez just made a brand new song with Dr. Luke. Is there an art to just making mediocrity? Or does he just, has he kind of cornered the market? I think there, I, I've read about like, uh, God, who are the guys? Uh, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam back in the day. They did all these songs, like Janet Jackson songs and stuff like that. And there actually was a science behind what they were doing. Yeah. Which is they create, and when they create Britney songs, Rihanna songs, the Britney songs were all like, it's like you have to be able to memorize it within two hearings of it. Like the chorus has to be memorized the first time. Mm. Kids, like 12 year olds, have to be able to memorize the chorus by the second, the soul song by the second time, and be able to familiar with the beat by like the third time. There's some like science behind it that lets you know whether or not it's going to be a radio play hit. Like a Pavlovian thing. So you yeah, it's like it has to be simple. It. it has to be simple enough, but it can't just be so simple that it doesn't like stick in a certain part of your brain. Right. So it has to have a couple, you know, the, the lead into the, cor- the swing into the chorus and the chorus, and it has to hit this sort of. No- it's like a real science behind it. Well, um, couldn't scientists make the songs then? Isn't that kind of the opposite of art? Uh, they do basically, and then the fact the song then they then Maybe, they pick that's why an he's artist called Doctor Luke. <laughs> he, is, he is a doctor of science, and then they pick the artist that goes best with that, that can market that song the best. Right. So it actually is really just nothing about music or art. It is about it is about science. Uh, but Doctor Luke is really good at this. He's really fucking good at this. He made it for Katy Perry, for Kesha. Now he's doing it for Jennifer Lopez and others. Isn't it the fact that like she went back now after Kesha, the Kesha rape and Taylor Swift is saying, here's a quarter million dollars. We all believe you, although there's no evidence you were raped whatsoever other than your word against a whole bunch of other shit. Uh, isn't well, actually, Jen- not even that because she testified. Yeah, I mean, her, her latter day change in her deposition. There's no physical evidence or circumstantial evidence or third party evidence of her fact being raped. Uh, isn't the fact that Jennifer Lopez is now going back and working with Dr. Loop just to just show you what this industry is about, which is like, 
Everyone wants to get rich and famous and be popular. They can't stand the idea of not being popular to the point that even if Jennifer Lopez really thought, and she probably does, that Dr. Luke fucked, raped, cashed, drugged her and raped her, that she just doesn't give a shit. She wants a hit song, right? I, I think that it's possibly just more evidence that Lopez doesn't feel that he's a threat. You know, I mean, what's the like, I'm not saying he's a good dude, but what's the the worst thing that's been outside of Kesha been alleged about him? He's not a good guy. Yes, he's not a good guy. Right? OK, he's well, a mean, he's a meanie. If so, if you want to tell me he's not a good guy, I personally don't trust your I, I would like to meet the guy for my own opinion of the guy. Yeah. What do we know about him? He makes you he makes you famous. He makes you a lot of money and he, he has free. Drugs. I think Lopez maybe is a little more plugged into some things than, say, uh, uh, shit, who's the fat chick that, that said Luke's not a good guy um, from Texas? Oh, yeah, the, the girl from American Idol. Yeah. Yeah, I can't so remember. I, I think Lopez might just... Brian, who won American Idol in the first season? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> he knows. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson. You got Kelly Clarkson. Three dudes trying to figure out American Idol. Then you got Adele saying, uh, well, you know, rape is bad. It's like, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yes. And then Lady Gaga saying, I was raped, too. Okay, well, none of this really is anything specific about what this guy is no, all about. Well, they're all rape. They're all sexually. At some point, look, here's the deal: you can't come up in Hollywood, or especially the music business, as you know, you're, you're interchangeable. Essentially, Adele is not interchangeable because she's fat and has great pipes. But you're basically, if you're Kesha, there are a million Keshas out there. There are a million girls on going to recording studios every day in Hollywood, sleeping in their cars or their stories that look like Kesha, sing as well as Kesha, dance better than Kesha. Uh, Probably look. Better look than better. Kesha We're fucking sparkling face paint and drink their urine better than her. Whatever the hell she can do, it's you're totally replaceable. You're not coming up in this business and becoming a superstar and having platinum albums or whatever else it is and selling TikTok as a song. That could be anybody. You're gonna go through some shit. And I don't know if that's being like having to suck some dicks or having to pretend to like people you don't like or having to do drugs you don't want to do. You have to do that shit. That's the way all it of works. The above. I mean yeah. when you come into an industry and you go, Look, I'm a so I'm a musician, you go, Okay, well what instrument do you play? No, I don't write I don't play any <laughs> yeah. instruments. Well what 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 are your songs? I haven't written any. Well, you're going to be sucking some dicks at a certain point. I yeah, mean, even if you're good, even if you're good. I mean, Jennifer Lopez, she was a what, she's a she was a fly girl, and I don't think the weigh-in sticks did pass her mouth a few times. That's just the way it works, and it's sad that it works that way. But that's the way it works. That's the animal kingdom. And now, if Doctor Luke actually raped her, and there was evidence he raped her, he would go to jail. There'd be the legal process that was not done, like in a music studio. And he I would think go to jail. also if Sony had an inkling that he had done something inappropriate, they would have released her from the contract immediately and gotten rid of him because it's horrible. Huge press. liability. Huge liability for Sony. So not they, to mention the North Koreans own all their emails. So they could have <laughs> found some shit about the fact they raped That's her. a very good point. But I think I think here's a point. My my question is Jennifer Lopez. She did a song with Doctor Luke. It's it's some horrible crappy song, but I'm sure it's going to still make her several million dollars. Does she even care? Do do like the especially when the woman gets to be forty five? She's been doing this for twenty five years. Doesn't she know the landscape and just say like just cash? We all went through the shit. Shut shut the fuck up. I think all people are generally looking out for themselves and and self interested and well, especially Jennifer, in this business, right? Especially in that business, highly competitive. And Jennifer Lopez, who's you can tell kind of by her jawline or husky voice that she's got a lot of male characteristics to her. Wow, really? You know, she's, really? She's got that, that male monkey syndrome. Really? Would she be behind you in the train that was pulled on you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... I think she's just she's 45 now, so she's on the edge of you know losing it. And it's not that she needs the money or anything like that, but I think that competitive drive that gets you to where she is never goes away. Yeah. So women in general, let's just talk about women in general being guys. We know women in general. Women in general are very rough on each other in the workplace. 
they generally don't want to help other women, especially in this kind of business where you're easily replaceable. Yeah. They generally don't want to give hands up to women. So I think even if she knew that – if she suspected that Dr. Luke actually drugged and raped Kesha, I think she'd still go to Dr. Luke for a song and, and have no oh, problem working with for sure. She's sober. She's got a bodyguard. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no. It's not like she's doing E with them and laying around in a <laughs> in close, No, closed yeah. It's a, different, it's a different relationship now. I, I think – I just want to talk about how scummy Does Dr. Is. Luke produce anything uh, – for men? Because I actually just thought of that. that, that like would be a, a, what do you mean, like a cologne or a hair care product? Like a Dr. Uh, Luke? Just, Dr. Luke for men? You know, like, <laughs> isn't he... <laughs> does, he catch, does he, he work exclusively with women? Because that's kind of a red flag, isn't it? Uh, well, no, that's where all the money is. I mean, I don't think there are that many... I mean, it's some male pop stars, but they're not doing, like... There's only so many Biebers around, right? So I don't. I, the answer is I don't know. I am not a Dr. Luke. I uh, haven't followed his career. I could wiki him if you like. But I think all I know is Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson and, and uh, you know, Jennifer Lopez and Kesha. But does he, is he, like, dictating some of the, the popularity of these people, like, uh, culturally? Is he is he saying, I'm only going to – I want to work with teenage chicks or is it, they get thrown to him? Uh, I don't know. They probably get thrown to him. He might pick out, he might pick out some people that send him tapes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think he works, he works under Sony. So I think it's all, it's a long process. I don't know why are you grilling me about Dr. Luke. I didn't rape anybody. I'm just curious now. I'm starting to think that, uh, should Kesha just rape Dr. Luke back? Wouldn't that make it even? Well, I think if, yeah, if you rape someone, you should, you should get raped. I think that in prison, they should just pay people to rape rapists. Yeah, well, like Jared. Jared got uh, his ass kicked uh, right off the bat. Jared Fogel from Subway got his ass kicked like the first week he was in prison. Yeah. Someone actually paid off, uh, apparently paid off the guards or paid off somebody and got a few cracks on him. I'm reading all these stories and they all they all use the, the prison lingo, the chomo. Yes. You know, they call yes. him a chomo. It's yes. like, oh, how in-depth of research did you do for this? <laughs> Fucking journalism sucks now. Dude. Like all these people acting like they were embedded in the prison yes, and they're all just right? copying the same stupid They're just reading story. like a Drudge Report article and like repost, reposting like New York Post or something like that. I do like that he got his ass kicked though. He did get his ass kicked. They paid, apparently paid the guard they moved the guard away or something like that. And the guy who did it was like just just actually the guy who did it actually I don't think he cared about child molesters. He was just sick of Jared. Apparently Jared has bought protection in the prison. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy protection, and so he's bought protection with like his uh, food food allowance. So oh. he's gotten fat and he's buying like you know in, in he's buying you know guard protection basically. And this guy was pissed about his special privileges, so he took a shot at took a shot at punching him in the face a few times. Man, he's got to be because just being able to defend yourself. I mean, if you or I went into prison, we'd, we'd obviously get our asses kicked. But Jared Fogel's like ninety percent body fat. Like that guy could not. You could no. That's why he, buy, he bought protection. And I didn't know this, but you can actually get. All, you can't bring money into the prison legally, obviously, but you can bring in credits for like food and like and smokes. Yeah, and you can get a shitload of them. Like you can actually bring in thousands of dollars worth of credits. So there's like the there's some lawsuit about it. so he can bring in a shitload of credits so he can actually buy a lot of influence in in prison he buy so he pays people in cigarettes and honey buns and stuff? <laughs> yes <laughs> I blow up. I'm talking about not just the, the prisoners the guards I mean he actually like you know he gives them shit he buys them shit with the credits why, why do the guards care about top ramen <laughs> maybe maybe this night maybe they be getting uh, scented uh, colognes by Doctor Luke. I don't know what the hell it is, <laughs> but whatever it is, it wasn't enough to like have them turn their back on him for a little while and get his ass kicked. Uh, now, I, now, I, now I've lost everything. Yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Doctor Luke not raping Kesha. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. I think there's there is a, here. We're going to talk a lot about other feminist shit today, but isn't feminine? We talked about the fat girls already turning on the fat girls, and now Jennifer Lopez is turning on Kesha. Isn't like feminism just like an empty – isn't an empty vessel of, <laughs> of an idea that when push comes to shove, women really will just fucking turn their backs and like claw each other to death? I think feminism is just code for I want to talk 
a lot. <laughs> I'm going to have some opinions on some shit. One of the first lesbians I ever met. I met this lesbian and she said, um, you know, I like living alone. I can uh, take a shit whenever I want to. I remember thinking. Uh, really? That's awesome. Why I was thinking I, about that. Why did I need that information? Like, I think that you just want to be uh, incendiary. I think that's most of it. Oh, that's interesting. I think like lesbians, because I was thinking this week that what a man really wants after sex and a little food is just to be able to take a shit by themselves, just like a shit in privacy. Hmm. If you had to list a third thing, usually it's two things like guys want food and sex. Yeah. If you had to list a third thing, I'm going with it just like being able to take a shit in privacy and not be bothered by anybody. What about masturbating like without headphones? You could do that when you're taking a shit. <laughs> I mean, you got private toilets. I think about it, when you go to like office, when you go to like offices and anywhere else, this is ridiculous. There's like stall, like all these stalls lined up for guys. So you're like taking a shit, and there's like guys. I was at the airport. You're taking a shit, and there's a guy next to you on either side taking a shit. Yeah, it's just kind of gross. You can't really feel like you can. Guys want to relax when they're taking a shit. They want to read the paper. They want to take their time. It's like an, if you're watching an animal like dogs when they're taking a shit, they look around, their heads turning all the time, right? Because they have the fear of like that's when they're going to be attacked. I think the male mammal also feels the same way. Like they're very vulnerable when they're taking a shit. So they just want a little privacy. So I'm adding that to my, my third thing. So if I go to jail, I'm not going to do very well. I'm going to need my own private toilet. <laughs> I don't know how I got on that. The feminist thing really, threw, really threw me off. I just want to take a shit in privacy. I don't like having other people grunting next to me when they're, when they're, when I'm shitting. Yeah. It is pretty horrifying when someone walks in on you. <clears throat> uh, no one walks in on you, but like if you're in a, like, there's eight dudes taking a shit. And you're like in the middle of it, and then there's guys like you know the, the air is coming out, the farts coming out, you hear the shit coming out, and then like you look down, and they're like the shoes on, and you're like, and then you read the stories about like the the gay senators like passing toilet paper rolls under the thing. I think that's something to be concerned about. I just want to take it. All I want, America, is just to take a shit. You know, when you not be bothered when you walk into a bathroom, I think everyone knows this, but maybe not. <clears throat> the first stall is the cleanest because everyone assumes that the last one is the one that nobody uses. Oh, this really? is completely counterintuitive. But I just use the handicap stall. Is that brother? 100%. Yeah. Who doesn't use the handicap stall? I mean, you can have like a party in that place. That's bigger than my many apartments I've lived in. Yeah, because no <laughs> one's writing you a ticket. No, but, I, but then I fear like the one time I'm in the handicap stall, the dudes, you see like this, like we sit in the, in the handicap stall, and like you see these wheels roll up outside the handicap stall. Yeah. As we some dude in a fucking wheelchair has really have I to I wouldn't care. Sh- I'd be like, you can wait for once. Yeah. Like, since when does having equal access mean that you never have to wait? I wait for parking all the time. I drive by 10 handicap spots right in the front. They should you have equal the, waiting time. You hate the handicap. I was thinking the wheels, the wheels like roll up slowly and the dude bangs in and they have to like go like, he goes, are you in there? And like, you're like, yeah. He's like, are you handicapped? You're like, yeah, you got to start making up some illness or something. You walk out with a limp. <laughs> you have to walk out. I got like um, muscular dystrophy. Man. It's just kill, yeah. killing me. Hard to dig a shit. I don't know. It's horrible. Uh, all right. I don't know how we got that topic. Dr. Luke, uh, you're, you're, you're free to make money for lots of people. Jennifer Lopez, you're a horrible feminist. I believe Uh, Matt, I know you are a fan of Indonesian popular music. Um, it's one of the things you hang out in record stores and hipster record stores and talk about. <laughs> like, try to seem cool with your fucking fedora hat on and with the paps in your hand talking about like in, your favorite Indonesian music artists. Um, as far as I know, there was no pop music in Indonesia because I always picture Indonesia being like one of these Sharia law countries. Uh, and they do actually have killed a number of entertainers, by the way, in the last many years. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've caned, they've caned, they do their caning very seriously. They've caned a few to death. 
Um, being, being, being to death by Cain. You can get Cain to death? Yeah. They were like, they, people suffered injury, internal injuries so bad they actually died. I picture a Cain as, as being kind of light. I don't, think a, I, I don't picture a Cain hurting me that badly. It's a stick. I mean, it's not like a switch, like a, the, what's his name? The Adrian Peterson was beating his little four-year-old in the testicles with. Yeah. Uh, this is like a, it's like a baton. It's like a baton. Like a pool cue. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a baton, like a police baton, pretty much. Where do they cane you? All over? Uh, they usually cane you in the back and the, and the the buttocks, I believe. But sometimes they can hit you hard and rupture a kidney or shit like that. Huh. It happens. You generally don't want to hit. You don't want to, I mean, as much as Mark Wahlberg made it popular to beat up Vietnamese people in Boston with sticks yeah. in the 80s, uh, you generally <laughs> don't want to start hitting people with sticks unless you're really, unless you're really willing to watch them die. Because once you hit someone with a stick, there's just a lot of bad shit could happen. Think about the guy that does the caning, like as a job. Yeah, and like what a the what caner, a, what an intimidating dad he is. Like you got friends over, yeah, and they're like hey, you know, my dad's trying to sleep. I yeah. mean, you don't fuck with that guy. Nah, right? he's like, don't make me bring the cane out. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I've caned 117 people to death. Uh, it's uh, caning is bad. Indonesia doesn't seem like it's popular, but it has popular music, and of course, it's all shitty popular music because you don't know, you can't name a single Indonesian music artist. But I can. Her name is Irma Buell Labule. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible name! <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure that sounds like Madonna in Indonesia. Uh, but speaking of Madonna, this Madonna is a fake ass uh, stage show a person. Unless she did get blown on her ass by that cape one time. <laughs> uh, Irma Buell sings popular music, which is some horrible popular music. But Indonesians love it because uh, they don't have access to Western music. And she does a stage show where she plays, fools around with live snakes, venomous snakes. Now, you would think that the live venomous snakes that she fucks around with on stage would actually be defanged and de-venomized. De- yeah. But – and I think she thought that too because she got bit by a snake. She throws these fucking like cobras and pythons. She just like whips them around like they're fucking cha- – like nothing. Being, being disrespectful to She's the snakes. T- I mean as long, no one can read the mind of a snake, but I'm guessing they don't like that. Um, no snake wants to be picked up and fucking hurled around like a fucking – like nunchucks, like nunchucks on stage and thrown on the ground. That can't be good yeah, for a snake. That can't be good pissed. for a snake. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, one of those snakes bit her on the bit her on the leg, on the low, on the foot, on the lower leg, and she kept performing. And then thirty to forty minutes later in the show, she dropped to the floor and died. Uh, it's a very dramatic video, by the way. Uh, she just literally died from the venom. So here's the thing: either she didn't know the snakes were not <laughs> venomous, yeah, and someone was trying to kill someone was trying to kill her, like a Jason Lee scenario. Yeah, like <clears throat> yeah, on the crow. You th- you think that like if you got bit by a venomous snake and you thought it was venomous, you'd run off to like seek medical attention. If a cobra bit you, would you, like, keep on with the show? Even if I was certain it was not venomous, I would seek attention immediately. So either someone snuck in, the, someone snuck in, and someone fucked up and left that bullet in the chamber, like you said with Chase Lee, uh, and just, like, you know, forgot that they were venomous that day. Or, third option, Indonesian pop music is just fucking badass. Right. Like, it's just, like... You, you know, you fuck with, you go with the snakes, the snake bites you, you die, you're dead. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's hardcore. Know, Johnny Rodden, you can cut yourself with glass on stage, but compared to getting bit by a live fucking python. Like having cobra, like dancing around with cobras at your feet with bare feet. That's fucking, that's, I mean, you see these guys in the U.S. too with these snake charmers and the religious people. Yeah. And then once a year, you always read a story about the dude who gets bit and well, Clearly she got bit quite often because it didn't even phase her. Um no, it has to hurt like a motherfucker. You know right? what I think happened is the snakes were in their little snake box, yeah. and one of them was like breeding, and then another snake came in to like you know um, mate with another. Oh, snake. like a like a hot horny snake was one or bitter. Yeah, 
I think more likely uh, there's not a lot of money in Indonesian pop music, <laughs> and instead of paying twenty dollars for the cobra that day, they, some guy on the street, you know, like the back, you know, the guy offers offers to sell you stereo equipment out of the back of his truck. Right. It was like that. Like, dude, don't pay twenty bucks for the snakes. I got cobras here for ten bucks. I love it when this happens, man. I always root for the animal in this situation. It was oh, hell yeah. awesome when Siegfried or Roy, whichever one, got killed. Uh, Steve the gay, Irwin, the gay, to the, gay, a, the gay one. The gay one, yeah. Steve Irwin, to a lesser degree, because he seemed to care about conservation. But it was weird, because he was always fucking with the animals, and I didn't understand his stance on conservation, because... Uh, He'd see the toy with the crocodiles a lot. I mean, like he wouldn't just like capture them and then rescue them. He would actually fuck with them a little bit first. Yeah, it's like if he would, you want, ta- he would taunt them to like get aggressive. If you want them to thrive, then clearly they're going to have a bunch of weird stories about what you're doing, and it's going to fuck them up as a species. Um, so, like, stop. One time he moved one under a car. Really? It, it was just like he was to show bored. That, to show <laughs> the car. Well, what he would do, he was, he was a TV guy, and he knew what an audience wanted. So, he, if the crocodiles weren't aggressive, he would make them aggressive. Yeah. So, he'd taunt the shit out of them until they got aggressive, and then go, like, Oh, it snapped at me. Yeah, it snapped at you. were fucking wrapping it on the head over and over again yeah. until it snapped at you. I mean, but it made for good TV until. Timothy was, Treadwell, Grizzly Man, that is one of my favorite movies awesome ever. Movie. Yeah. You watch that with people from Alaska, and they're just rooting. For him to get killed like it's the Super Bowl. Like oh, yeah. they're counting down until the bear murders them. It's yeah, awesome. It's not like embedding yourself in Iraq during the war. This isn't embedding yourself with a wild animal. That there's no there doesn't seem to be any value to you doing that. No. Like you I mean, what are you learning about the bear other than he will fucking eat you? Like that's that was a lesson learned. I know more about bears than him. He didn't know he thought the bears were cute and drew like pictures <laughs> yes. of them like a child. Yes. Like he was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, there, I was, you know, in that shocking scene when they're listening to when the uh, Werner Herzog is making him listen to the tape of his last moments before he, when he's being killed and eaten alive. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was amazing. I love that tape. That kind of got me hard a little bit. I, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you fuck, I mean, you fuck with nature, you fuck with anything, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back and bite you. Yeah, right? how weird is it? That guy got, first of all, he was obviously gay, right? He was from L.A. too, right? He was an L.A. guy. He wasn't even an Alaskan guy. He was an L.A. guy who went up to spend the summers in Alaska. Yeah. So he wasn't even like a native. It wasn't like, you know, like a native Alaskan who was doing this project. He was no, just he was, a bored L.A. No guy. would do that. He was a bored, down-low gay guy in L.A. who just like an act, out-of-work actor who decided to spend summers with the Bears. Well, what's crazy is – By the way, he probably thought the Bears were something totally different when he signed up for the project. Oh, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he thought it was like a gay bar in Anchorage. Yes. It's weird that, that uh, you can actually do that when they're well-fed and, and survive. You would think in however it was 14 years he would have been killed. But what happened was, you know, he just knew when they were feeding or he got lucky or something. So he would leave when the winter came. But then he got in an argument with the flight people. Yes. And he was like, oh, fuck it. You know, <laughs> and he threw a hissy fit and he's like, I'm just going back to the bears. And then a bear. I love here. your bear naturist voice. <laughs> <laughs> your gay bear of naturist voice. Yeah, they, they fucking aim it. Look, your animal, your pet, your, your lovable fucking pet will eat you if you don't feed it after a while. Yeah. I always find those cat. There was a story about the lady with the cats and they found her and the cat was eating her. The cat was eating the dead lady. It's not that the cat didn't love the dead lady when he was feeding her. Just after like missing meals for a week, you start eating the going for the old lady intestines. That's just that's just you're an animal. You're fucking hungry. That's what you do. Or you're territorial. You're fucking you. Your mating season's on. Or someone pissed in the wrong place. I, how could a cat even kill you? No, no, she's dead. The lady was dead. Oh, after she died, then the, she stopped feeding the cat. Was that a stupid question? Yeah. Well, actually, there was, a, there was a. It's a story about the dog and the cat because the guy, the husband, had a dog and the woman had a cat. They both died in the house. And they were in separate rooms or whatever it was. The dog never ate the guy. The dog was starved, basically starved to death. Oh. Circled the guy, protected the dead guy, the dead guy's body. The cat waited about 40 hours and started eating, <laughs> eating the lady's <laughs> intestines. <laughs> like just her entrails, like digging into her, cutting open her 
you know, corpse. Hey, say either. what you want about cats. You know where they stand. <laughs> yeah. There. So, but that's true. That's the bear too. They're fucking hungry. I mean, you, yeah, bear doesn't, bears don't eat humans until they're fucking hungry. Then they fucking eat humans. That's the, that's the way. It's not like you're their first choice. They'd rather have something else. They'd rather have salmon. But a human, human, when you're hungry, enough fucking people eat people. Like the movie Alive. Yeah. Donner Party. People get fucking hungry. They'll eat whatever the fuck they need I wonder to eat. if it's roughly the same uh, percentage. Like what percentage of people are murderers? Like 0. 0.2? Versus, uh, versus, versus bears. Maybe it's the same. Bear murderers? There's a few bad, bad bear apples out there. I don't know. I don't remember. Back to Snake Woman for a moment if we could. Oh, right. <laughs> Uh, isn't isn't she? I mean, isn't she more than Azalea Banks? Isn't she a gangster going out there dancing with the poisonous snakes? Isn't like isn't that? Didn't she just shame Miley Cyrus and all these other people who do these like elaborate fake stunt stage show and shit like that? That's just fucking one cobra on stage. Dancing around one cobra is more dangerous. That's than actual shit. badass. I'm gonna get a, a t shirt and possibly a tattoo of uh, Irma Bule. Irma Bule. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So she, uh, I think we mentioned this before, the 27th Club in the U.S. is like for all the people who basically died of heroin, all the rock stars who died of heroin in 27. Uh, the 27th Club in Indonesia is a little tougher. You you go down you go down with fucking cobra venom. Yeah. That's, that's, that's rock and roll, man. That is fucking totally rad. So the saddest part is she's at this market and she's singing like, she's a pop star in Indonesia, which means she has like 20 people at her shows. They're all like at the at the show in the market, like hoping they don't get the caning. People don't come by and beat the crap out of them. <laughs> well, this is probably the type of shit that happens too when you can't spread your ass cheeks like Miley Cyrus. Right? No, you have to, and you and you're not. You need some shock value. And you're singing like Chinese film music or whatever the hell she was singing. You got to bring the snakes. <laughs> you in. bring the snakes. There's in. no tits and ass. We need snakes or robots or some. Well, shit. I'm convinced why the religious guys who do that the snake shit, they do that just to get a crowd, right? Because the, the Bible thumping only gets you so many people. Yeah, we start Bible thumping with live poisonous snakes. You'll get a fucking I'm crowd. paying attention. Yeah. I'll, I'll hear you out. I'll, that I'll watch that shit. All right, Ermie Buell, rest in peace. Uh, I hope the snake lives. All right, Matt, let me ask you. Uh, Kerry Washington is the latest in a line of 8 billion uh, actresses and celebrities who've been on a cover of a magazine that complained that the cover of the magazine airbrushed her and they made it look her unnatural and... Somehow, for some reason, she thought this would be the first magazine in history that wasn't going to Photoshop her picture. She was on the cover of Ad Week, which is not a spank magazine by, by any, me- <laughs> any measure. They did a shitty job of Photoshopping her. And then she had to complain about the fact she was Photoshopped. We see this with, all the time with, like, you know, the Photoshop fat off of actresses and make them look, you know, these perfect thighs, unnaturally perfect thighs and breasts and shit like that. Then someone calls them out, out on social media. Then they have to go back and claim they... They're upset by the fact that magazine altered them and they're ruining girls across the country. Isn't it time for people to just say, fuck it, either do the fucking cover, don't do the fucking cover, stop bitching about the fact that 100% of them are airbrushed? Yeah, because everyone already knows that. You know, it's like saying, you know, there's no such thing as race. It's like, yeah, everyone knows that, but still practically speaking, you know, we're going to, everything's Photoshop. Like, remember when you got photos as a kid, those little pocket size, wallet size things? They fucking soft focus those. They, you know, they would do corrections on those. I would assume if they still have the Sears portrait studio. Same thing. Like everything's Sears Portrait Studio, by the way. Talk about pedophiles. <laughs> that's like I just hope they arrest everyone who works at Sears Portrait Studio. I hope they go on a business. Yeah, that's kinda of, that's frightening. You don't necessarily actually. peg the subway spokesman to be to be a pedophile, but Sears I mean that's like Denny Hastert territory right there. Do people still put up on their mantle like the family portrait of all of them together? On like the fake carpet, like the blocks with the fake carpet yeah. <laughs> like that, the rugs. It's always had like really like soft the, blankets. The sad lower to middle <laughs> class, middle middle class. It's really just a middle middle class thing, I think. I think every single all those uh, bad sweater pictures comes from those Sears Portrait Studios. And by the way, I, I believe everyone taking photos was an ex, ex-con. 
It just had to be. That oh, was like, yeah. either got either got the job sweeping at Arby's or you're taking <laughs> taking photos of children at Sears Portrait Studio. I can't believe they're still taking those those photos. Like, aren't professional photographers? I went to the Natural History Museum and it's like, hey, do you want us to take a photo and then we'll sell it to you for like ten dollars? It's like, no, fucker. Like, I have an iPhone and if I want a photo, I'll just take a better photo yeah. than your stupid bulky camera. My iPhone takes cameras photos better than anything ever invented in photography up till 2015. Uh, dude, everything's <laughs> photoshopped. Like. Fucking women wear makeup on TV. So do men. I mean, we. I, I don't understand. I'm wearing makeup for this podcast. There's right a filter now. in Washington. To her point, like she made that point. Like everything, you know. There's filters on. Are we saying take the least flattering photograph and use that? Like, is that the ultimate end game? Well, I mean, like the one where my eyes half open and my you know tongue's hanging out. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, you won't see any. You will not see any acne in any of these actresses ever in any photographs. That's all washed out. I, I don't know. I think it's all bullshit. I think, look, you want to be on the cover of magazines. It makes you more popular. It makes you more money. People think you're attractive. Yes, it sucks when they do really bad Photoshopping. I think the problem here was bad Photoshopping, right? It just, yeah, like, they just did a bad job. I mean, the Photoshopping should not make you look worse. <laughs> if the Photoshop makes you look worse, that's a bad sign. But it's time for these. It's time for people to stop pretending that, like, they're, you know, people in Hollywood, actresses and models, to pretend they're re- they're real and they really want the real them out there. Right. They don't want the real them out there. The real them is like everyone should see a model when they take their makeup off. They're just covered yeah, shoot me in, in like a shaky's bathroom, like <laughs> yeah. in the fluorescence. These like, girls have like the worst from all that makeup. They have the worst acne. They're just covered in acne all over the yeah. face. Just from all that fucking globs of makeup they're putting on all day long. And they have other things. They're never out in the sun. They're always discolored. They don't, you know, they need the makeup. They need the Photoshop. They do that stuff. And that's what we're buying. That's what the American audience, that's what the consumer's buying. We're buying the idealized version of these people. Yeah. So it's porn. We don't want, would you imagine if they made porn? It was like actually docu porn where it was actually real. Oh my God. No, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be disgusting. That'd be, I've seen it, but it's not good. Even amateur porn is not amateur. They fake all, they, you know, they light it, they do all that other shit. Remember the 80s when they, you really loved 80s movies. What about all those 80s porn on VHS tapes where they had the bad lighting? Yeah. Some guy would bring in like a 2000 watt, you know, like spotlight. And you could always see like all the dudes are like Ron Jeremy was always sweating. And you could see his pores. You could see his pores and his moles. And because they had to light him up so much. And it's like pubes. Like so many pubes. Yeah. You don't want to see like dick sweat. That's not a turn on. Uh, that's real. Well, I mean, it that's, is entertainment, right? I mean, we're, a magazine ad week is entertainment, is it not? They're putting Carrie Washington on the cover and they're photoshopping it to sell as many fucking copies as possible. That's all they want to do. They're not trying to make it look. They want to make it look better. They're not trying to make it look worse. They don't care if it's real. They're trying to sell magazines. And the cover of the magazine is the most fake image in the entire image of the entire magazine. Which has been going on forever. It's not a new phenomenon. No, it's been going on, I mean, since they invented air- airbrushing on photos. And everyone's air- filtering their, their Instagram photos and their selfies. They're all they Kardashians, if I can take a picture and put it online. They spent like eight hours doctoring the photo. Well, this, uh, the actresses now, right, they'll do like a... Well, this is the untouched or unaltered photo or something. Well, they feel the need now to like say, here's the unaltered one. We're like, why why don't you just look, write your contract. You have to post the unaltered photo. They probably won't take you. But if they do, then they'll make an unflattering picture of you. And now you've won. Congratulations. You look less attractive. You have a bad photo. (laughs) You have won. You've got a crappy photo. We can see all your fucking zits. And you look horrible. And your tit fat is showing. Congratulations. (laughs) You're, You're the winner. I just don't, yeah, I don't There's, get By the way, there are magazines for that kind of thing. Uh, I, I subscribe to many of those fetish magazines. They're all natural, natural. If you want to see a lady looking natural, there's places to go see that if you want to. But not major, major publications. That's just not going to happen. Would you please yeah. tell Carrie Washington just to shut the fuck up? Unless, yeah, like mugshots is the only one that's... 
I think they touch up the mugshots too. I'm pretty convinced. Are they touching up mugshots? I think they do. Uh, They don't look as bad as they used to. Everyone looks a little better than mugshots. All right, Kerry Washington, just shut up. It's just the most ridiculous argument ever. Uh, Matt, you have a story this week, and I shit you not. Uh, this is when you bring in a story each week. You read, you read, bring yourself to read up to 500 words per week. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole thing going on with periods and menstrual, menstrual cycles that uh, men didn't even know about was happening. Now it's going big. Uh, the period skirt. You read an article about the period skirt. Why don't you about the period skirt and the period underwear? So JCPenney released a skirt that is just a, a print of uh, someone menstruating all over the front of their white skirt. It's just kind of a realistic graphic display. Yeah. So if you were to wear a white skirt, not a tampon during your menstrual cycle, and you did a lot of aerobics, let's say, mm-hmm. this might this might happen to you. A little horseback riding. This, yeah. might, this might happen to you. If someone punched you punched you in the in the vagina while you were menstruating in a white skirt, you get a, sp- a blood splatter like this right yeah. over your skirt. And I saw it and figured, well, that's just maybe they didn't know what they were doing with that design. And then their spokesman said, it's a great skirt for any time of the month period so it's like okay so you're doing the we get what you're doing yeah i don't know why you're doing it uh and then there's thanks t-h-i-n-x which is blanketing new york city with their ad campaign and these are underwear that you that you have your period into without using a tampon or a pad right you can you can you can uh shed your your uh your blood your your menstrual cycle into your uh, directly into your underwear without it leaking through your underwear so like a di- it's basically a diaper. It's a very form-fitting Well, they diaper. go out of their way to say it's not a diaper, but it, it is, it's a right? It's a rubber. Is it made out of rubber? I don't know. I, I didn't really get into their technology, but it's, it soaks up all the thing, and it prevents you from leaking anywhere in your pants, and you feel sexy. Apparently, they said you feel sexy in them. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of in my life. Well... So let's we talked about periods last week too with the guy who was walking around the tampons in his fanny pack. Yeah, uh, this whole period and period shaming, this whole period thing now is everything. Every week or month, there's a new thing where someone has to raise to the level of social acceptability things that we used to not talk about in public. And period is a new th- menstrual cycles is a new thing. So it used to be nursing. Now it's menstrual cycles. So women, some f- number of women have determined that menstrual cycles are oppressive to them, being kept in the closet about their menstrual cycles. So menstrual cycles should be celebrated, enjoyed publicly. Men should accept them. Women should accept them. And therefore, we're going to have peri- skirts that look like you had your period. And we're going to have underwear you can wear that you can fucking shed your blood right into. And you're going to feel sexy and maybe model. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand the correlation, but it, clearly there is one. It is, is part of the thing. But isn't this like... Is everything up for grabs these days? Is everything is everything empowering and it has to be made socially acceptable? That is a body a body a bodily function, uh, or you're being oppressed if not. Yeah, I don't think anyone was doing any period shaming. It was just like me and probably most women just don't need to talk about it over dinner. Well, if you were going to period shame anybody, wouldn't you period shame a woman who wore a white skirt without a tampon and started bleeding out on her clothing? I would shame anyone that's wearing underwear where they're sitting in their own sticky goo all day because that's disgusting. It probably fucking smells terrible. Um, yeah, so they deserve some shame. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're doing the war paint Braveheart with your fucking, uh, you know, afterbirth or whatever. It's... I don't. Oh, don't get me. To, don't get me to the uh, placenta eating. That's just like that, well, that makes me want to retch. What? This isn't 
sticking up for anything. You're just being fucking gross. Is it just nasty? I mean, am I reading this wrong? Is it just, just nasty? Is this it is like, just gross people doing gross things. Was it so wrong that throughout history, I'm sure there were times when women were oppressed for their periods and there wasn't great modern health hygiene technology. And now there's a state senator in California wants to uh, have the tax state tax removed from tampons yeah. because tampons, she wants to be labeled as a, a medical necessity as opposed to a hygiene. Because she'll die if you don't have tampons. What if you got this underwear? You, you, what did you, people do before? You bleed right into it. Before. I don't know. I mean, there's no other hygiene product that is tax tax exempt, but somehow I think this is another feminist thing. Is this people just trying to make political hay out of like, you know, like it, we've become so sensitive. We've, we've, we've respected extended rights of people so much so. Like, okay, women should be equal to men. Women should not be mistreated by men. Women should not, should not be seen as the inferior gender. Therefore, anything that has to do with being a woman rise to the level of having to be accepted. That's where I see the illogical extension, right? Yeah. No, you should not berate women for their periods. Therefore, they should be able to fucking shed their blood on the street and we should all go and we should all golf clap when it happens. It just right. It's not a, that's not a logical extension. You should just because you can't be denied work or you can't be denied uh, homeowners insurance, you can't be whatever, doesn't mean you should be allowed to bleed on, bleed on your shoes and everyone, everyone claps. And I don't think they understand that. It's like why are you protesting something to where there is no pushback? That's not even a protest at that point. You're just being demonstrative and you're trying to get attention. I mean, I, I asked, I did a little research. You did a little, preg- a little uh, menstrual cycle research? And, uh, I think the average woman, give or take, spends about $40 a year on tampons. Yes. Uh, so, so the tax amount would be about $4 yes. per year. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Pay your $4? Yeah. Well, you don't have to buy tampons, so you you get you get four dollars rich at the end. You're four dollars rich at the end of the year. Uh, now you have to buy other hygiene products, apparently. So you probably pay that now. And by the way, uh, I don't know why paying sales tax is seen as such an offense. I mean, the money ostensibly goes to other services and things like that, yeah, including women's health centers and stuff like that. So it's not like totally lost. And like you're like you're paying a guy, like you're paying Rico in the street four bucks to get your tampons, right? I mean, it is going to some sort of net positive, net social positive, perhaps. Uh, do you, do you see – I mean I don't ever see a day when men accept the idea that menstrual cycles are cool or snazzy or, or it's something you want to be involved with or like I love that girl. She's so cool with her period. Right. I don't ever see that happening. I don't ever see that. So, and as far as women concerned, as far as I can tell, about 90 percent want nothing to do with this either. It's never going to happen. I think you know by nature a, a period – wait. So you're fertile. You're not fertile when you have your period. So let me explain. Let me draw some cartoons to show that's you. That's not when. <laughs> that's not when guys. That's not when the most sex happens. No, it's, it's, no. You know, women need uh, to recharge. Most religions. Most religions forbid it. If if you're as a species trying to you know populate as much as possible, you don't want people fucking on their period because that's that's wasted fucking you could be doing when you're fucking when you're fertile. So I think by nature periods are sort of a deterrent. That's why you don't. Uh, that's why you keep your old, old uh, girlfriend up on Facebook just when you're on your <laughs> got her period. See so how somebody visit. I mean, you're just saying like you just have girls like long distance relationship when a girl visits you. You know, your girlfriend visits you. Yeah. Or you visit her, and then you get there, and she gets there, and she's on her period, and you're kind of like, have to can't act all disappointed because <laughs> it's like, right. you know, you have the weekend together, and you haven't seen each other like in a month or two, and you're excited, and then when you get there, she tells you she's on her period, or she arrives, and she's got her tail, and you're like, oh, that's still great, you're here, and you're kind of like, let's let's go away. That's the moment as a as a guy, you have to pretend you're not completely disappointed, right? Because you're like. You haven't seen her for like six to eight weeks and you're about to see her for the weekend of sex and she's on her period and you have to look at her like, that's okay. We can do other things. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes like, what? And you're like, 
I, yeah, I just haven't thought of I just haven't thought of any yet. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, are you mad I'm on my period? You're like, no, this is the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> now we can really get to know each other. <laughs> Let's play a card game where you ask each other really deep, provocative questions so then not have sex. That's the best thing. This period thing is disgusting. Men have, men have a lot of bodily functions, even some functions that are unique to men. And we don't fucking raise it to the level of public awareness. And, you know, forever, like after school specials, PSA, they've been trying to make shit that is not cool, like cool. Things that should not either be talked about or things that are stupid like abstinence. And they think, you know, someone believes if you make them cool that it will become socially acceptable. And that has never, ever worked, has it? No. In fact, that's how we kind of progressed as a society to the point – I'm not saying it's perfect, but there are things that I like. You know, I mean 10,000 years ago, yeah, I'm sure a woman bled all over the floor of the hut. Yeah, and the then, fucking saber-toothed tiger tracked her down and fucking ate the whole clan. Yeah. That's what, that's what happened. Now we've kind of you know improved the situation a little bit, so I don't know why we're trying to go back. No, I'd say keep, keep, your, keep shaming the periods as far as I'm concerned. If it, I want to see the woman who wears the period skirt. So I might get you one for Christmas. <laughs> see, see if you wear it. That's just pretty nasty. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Dude's like, the guy's not walking around this fucking tube sock full of cum, right? That's just not like something you carry in your back pocket like your wallet chain. Like right. your masturbation sock or whatever it is. It's just not something you like, oh, I got to masturbate. I need my sock. You're like, oh, okay. Well, that rises to the level of a, of a human right. So, yeah, or wearing like uh, pants with a realistic boner depicted yeah, on the or, crotch or area. Pants where you can reach your balls to scratch them. Like, yeah. I got to scratch my ball sometimes. I got to have access to my access to my. I don't get nuts. that analogy, but sure, I'll go with it. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a male. Men <laughs> scratch their nuts, but they do it privately, right? Unless they're fucking ball players. So, all right, that's it. Uh, uh, that was a wonderful period story. We're going to have a mess. Every week we're going to have a mess cycle until we get Kotex to sponsor the show. <laughs> Uh, Matt, we got an email from more, uh, MoMA. MoMA, that doesn't sound like a real name. I think that's mm. a typo. Uh, Tom Cruise, we found out this week, is building a uh, like an evil lair, Scientology lab in England. He's put, just put $25 million. There's a castle where L. Ron Hubbard used to, used to frequent before he had to run from all the tax, tax authorities. Uh, it's like a castle that got converted to like a Scientology center. Tom Cruise got the permission to take on L. Ron Hubbard's old home. He's putting at least $25 million into the place, into the castle. He just leveled the fucking land behind uh, the castle. Um, Moma wants to know, isn't this like the beginning of the end? Isn't this some sort of doomsday thing that's going on? And shouldn't we all fear for our lives and the, and the future of our planet? Yeah, I have a few theories. I mean, A, Tom Cruise is is fully fucking insane. And yeah, that's not a theory I don't believe. They've got a rap sheet of all the guys he's blown. And, uh, you know, I think that's his ultimate – if he would just come out, you know, he'd be a lot better off than having to deal with all this stuff. Although it is a free gig. They wash his motorcycles for free details. Yeah, but he just put $25 million into the fucking L. Ron Hubbard upgrade uh, doomsday <laughs> doomsday plot. So it's not cheap to be uh, to hide your gay. So you think they're doing like like a Dr. Evil? I think they're doing some kind of Dr. Evil, like a nuclear launch thing, like a massive data center that's going to crash the whole world's computers. Uh, you had a theory they could do some like like in spaceship landings or something like that. Yeah, like, my theory is they're going to build one of those fake particle combustors, just like a prop, like a yeah, shitty yeah. Hollywood prop yeah, yeah. for their dumbass followers, and and tell them that it can beam them up to another planet, but they got to pay a certain amount of money. Do for some it. like David Copperfield thing where they like, make a few people disappear on camera. Yeah, <laughs> like wow, Zeno has taken him. He's disappeared. Yeah, it's just the old fashioned mirror trick, dropping I, someone down through the stage. Door, I think they should. Door. You know, first of all, if aliens like landed, imagine. 
imagine just how interesting the news would be for like a couple months. Yeah. Like there wouldn't be any more Trump or Clinton. So we just talk about the alien landing. It'd be fucking awesome. Um, so you think they're going to stage an alien landing? Yeah, they're already engaged in hoaxes and misinformation and shit. So if they could just get $100 million, which they have. They have billions of oh, dollars. Yeah. And build like some fucking hologram space alien spaceship thing that yeah. descends over London. Yeah. And then they have extras acting like they've been kidnapped and possessed by the aliens. Yeah, just that'd get be awesome. some guys to dress up as aliens. Yeah. That would be fucking great. I don't know what the point is, but I think it would drive more people to recruitment for some their- sort of like message that they could take up with user massive data center they're building that plot and take over people's TVs and shit and send messages out from the aliens. Like yeah. On, like on Superman. And then like half your friends would be believing in the aliens. Yeah. And then everyone would be fucking going to Scientology. And then they go to get clear at Scientology Center and fucking hook their hands up to those fucking probes and talk about their childhood. Is this what they're doing? Are they listening right now? The Scientology? Yeah. They're probably, Brian, I think, is a Scientologist. <laughs> fucking probably, he's fucking keeping notes on this shit. <laughs> he's keeping notes on this shit. And I think that, I think they're building, look, when, when crazy cult people start like leveling land and building giant shit, yeah. they're not building like a swimming pool for the neighborhood. <laughs> they're not building a rec center. And they're not building like something innocuous. They have plans for something well, big. Well, I don't think they're doing like a mass suicide because outside of the bizarre things that they believe as far as like information control and shit. But isn't the, the basic tenets of the religion the same of, as a lot of other ones, like just like be happy and be productive and shit like that? Well, but they have the whole mythology of the, you know, we're, apparently, you know, if you haven't read your Scientology, man, all the criminals were dropped on Earth into the volcanoes and they nuked them in the volcanoes. And then their spirits started, their evil spirits or their criminal spirits Started invading the human species. Oh, right. So and they're inside of us. They're inside the things. They're inside of you. So okay. you need to get them out of you. So that's not that far off. From I was going to say you had me until that point. Yeah. That's not far off from Salem witch trials as far as I'm concerned. Oh. If you, believe, if you believe people are possessed by some extra natural demons and it can't be seen. In fact, the people that are really possessed show no signs of being possessed. Mm-hmm. That's just sort of license to just start fucking like – Putting people in the ovens. <laughs> like yeah. Drowning, drowning I, people. You could see like a mass death thing. I mean, they already put them in, in jail, basically. Yeah, you they know, lock them up. They hold like them that. in the, the top of the buildings up here in, in L.A. And, and tell them to, to get their shit together. But really, it's jail. Yeah. Um, it could just be a massive money grab, a massive con, because that seems to be the primary function of the, of the Scientology Church, which is just to get people's money. So it could just be a giant marketing, whatever the hell it is, like you said, an exhibit or some kind of thing that gets people to march up there and give them a hand over their paychecks. I can see it being like a Pentagon type uh, of a facility, though, where they, you know, have all their a team of people with, you know, how in the movie they always have the one big screen, like in Jurassic Park yes. and shit. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if that's a real thing in real life. Probably yes. not. Big uh, but so, you know, maybe they're yeah, they're building the like their you, own. For the taxi are nearsighted, they can't see it very well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're building. They're building. They flatten all this fucking land. They're building something out there. Cruz is moving in there full time. He's going to live at this at the Scientology castle, whatever. Honestly, when people when people are a combination of rich. Deeply religious or cultish and getting older, really bad shit starts – really dangerous shit starts to happen. Yeah. I mean that's like – we were talking about – what's his name last year from Summer Redstone. All he did – all he wanted was fucking hookers and fucking a jizz on ladies. Yeah, yeah, So at least he got old and rich and just fucking wanted to fucking have sex with ladies. Sex with ladies. He's so fucking – yeah. But the dudes who aren't doing that, that's not – because Tom Cruise is not hiring female hookers to come over and jizz on him when he's 90. He's he's still gay. So the combination of all his sexual repression, his money, his age, and his spiritual beliefs means this fucking a nuke is being built. A nuke well, is being I built. Think, yeah, maybe England. it means that he's kind of completed. He's achieved like God status, like Hubbard. Yeah, because he's clearly believing it at this point. Because he's got to be aware of all the massive surveillance that they've done on him and blackmail and, yes. and extortion. 
and like still he feels comfortable jerking off in that place where there's yes. obviously a camera in the fucking lamp. <laughs> I mean, camera, they're collecting his, they're probably collecting a semen uh, to build to build future Tom. Oh, what about a clone? What if they're building a cloning center for Tom Cruise clones? Fully support that. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, like ten thousand Tom Cruise. I don't like have Tom any Cruise kids, man. Like I want some shit to go down like in a movie before I die. Uh, it would be awesome. Something bad. I mean, I, I would think that we could like you know I don't know if you saw Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. The whole fucking wasn't a good movie. But Batman's whole theory why he needed to stop Superman was if there's like a one, even a one in a hundred percent chance, a one percent chance that he could take out humanity, destroy humanity. That's too dangerous of a person. I need to take him out. Yeah, which is sort of flimsy evidence, by the way, because there's a lot of people that applies to when you could go killing around, killing a lot of people. But if Tom Cruise even has a one percent chance of fucking going nuclear on the world, I think we take him out now. Uh, yeah, I'd be fine with that too. Although I do like his acting work. How could Batman? Batman's a rich guy who has gadgets, right? Yes. Superman's an alien that can move the Earth with his arm. Uh, well, he can't do that. And I'm not going to nerd fight with you, but yes, he can. He's a god. He's in, he's immortal. And well, uh, how he, much can he bench? Uh, more than Superman, a lot more. And you mean slight, more than Batman? Slightly less than me. Slightly more than you. I just don't see it as a fight. Well, you, you didn't see the movie. He uses trickery to deceive Batman and to get him in a vulnerable position. I mean, Superman in a vulnerable position. And I don't want to give it away because only 80 million people besides yourself have seen it. <laughs> but the point is, his theory for killing Batman, Batman's theory for killing Superman is very flimsy, which is that, like, he's not a bad guy, but he has the power to destroy everybody. And that's too dangerous for one man to have that power. Yeah. Therefore, I need to take them out. There's some hidden messages in there as far as imperialism. and Yeah, uh, it's like any country with nuclear weapons has to be destroyed, Yeah, right? Well, fucking Tom Cruise. Let's take him out now. Batman, where are you? Ben Affleck? Oh, ben Affleck taking out Tom Cruise would be amazing. Hollywood. Let's look at the studio that produced that movie and then check their record on war propaganda. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that it matches right up. All right, you should see movies instead of just bad mouthing. It was a <laughs> shitty movie. Obviously. All right, Tom Cruise. Let's just put it this way. Mark this one down because whatever happens with Tom Cruise, I want to be the first person to say we have All right, last segment this week, uh, Matt. We uh, what has my panties in a bunch? I know you often want to know. And by the way, those are uh, menstrual uh, uh, menstrual safe panties, so I could be bleeding right now. You wouldn't even know it. I fucking feel sexy as hell. The fucking fucking be positive, positive, be positive, and an empty fetus running down my leg is making me feel fucking horny. I would, I would like to point out you don't necessarily have to be on your period to wear those. You can just pour a milkshake or some yes. buttermilk in there or whatever. Well, you want. let me ask you this: if you could fucking take take a leak in them. I might buy those. Well, that you can't. Isn't that what a diaper is? <laughs> yes. You can, if you can fucking defecate in those and no one smells it and no one's the wiser, I'd fucking buy 12 pair right now. That sounds like the good life. I mean, you'd save a lot of money. Forget, forget my request earlier in the show to have me able to take a shit like in the privacy. Mm-hmm. That's where I'll take a shit in my pants. That's just like my new, that's my, that's my new goal, basically. <laughs> uh, what has my panty, my menstrual safe panties in a bunch this week uh, is all the entertainers now are boycotts in North Carolina. So all the southern states, which are fucking, let's just call them cracker states just for short. Uh, you know, uh, southern states have been southern states forever. They've always acted like southern states, and they've modernized to some degree. But they're basically like they were 150 years ago in their thought process, which is they're generally intolerant. They're generally sort of racist. They generally don't like change. They generally don't like gay people, all that kind of stuff. Uh, suddenly, in, re- in response to federal laws and changing court opinions, all these states are passing these anti-gay laws now. Mm. Um, North Carolina passed this law that's saying the two things. One is that if you have a dick, you have to use a men's room, which I'm kind of down with. I don't know about you. I mean, I know it sounds horrible. and It sounds like, why do you need a law for that? But I'm kind of in favor of people with dicks using the men's room as opposed to women's rooms. I, I, 
I don't think there's an issue there. I don't think there's a lot of transsexuals in the Carolinas. No. And I think that was more just a fuck you than we're actually concerned about Oh, yeah, no, it was a total fuck you. This. But I think if they'd stopped there, they would have got a lot more support than what they did next, which is saying that, like, gay people uh, can no longer sue if they're discriminated against for being gay. Yeah, at least the bathroom thing is, like, you can't have an intelligent debate about that. It's a public safety issue of some kind. Yeah. Like, you don't want your daughter in a bathroom having a dude whipping out his fucking cock and taking a leak next to her. That's like a, that I think a majority. Of I people. think they would call you a dangerous bigot at this point for <laughs> for insinuating that uh, they probably would. Well, let, let he let he uh, let a fucking weird dude in a dress with a giant cock take his cock out next to his daughter without complaining first. Uh, but this whole thing about not being able to sue if you're discriminating against gay that's probably more of a fifty fifty issue, maybe eighty twenty in the Carolinas. Um, so now all the entertainers, uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, the NBA says they're not going to hold their all-star game there. Bruce Springsteen says they're going to hold his concert there. Entertainers and sports, all this stuff, they're coming out now and saying, like, North Carolina law is bigoted and we're no longer going to perform or entertain, have our entertainment shows there or something like that to punish them. Mm-hmm. Hasn't North Carolina just – has North Carolina always been this way? <laughs> is this just, like, guys jumping on the bandwagon of, like – Court, pretending to be corporate responsible citizens or like you know individuals. How many times has Bruce Springsteen or the NBA, NBA has got a franchise in North Carolina for the last twenty years? So North Carolina didn't suddenly become intolerant. They, they, yeah. If anything, they've become more tolerant with modernization. So when did people decide that like now North Carolina or Mississippi or Alabama are suddenly intolerant states we're no longer going to put up with? Yeah, it's a slippery slope, and when you start boycotting, man, it's it's almost like you got to keep going down the line. I mean. Like, for example, in Florida last year, you know, their, their legislature uh, enacted this kind of conspiracy to shut down all the polling stations. People in black neighborhoods were waiting two, three, four hours to vote. Um, so that's, you know, they're, they're purposefully trying to uh, disenfranchise voters. That seems boycott worthy. But then when you look at every state, there's shit that's boycott worthy. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You know, California with, uh, I mean, Enron shit fucking happened. The, the recalls. Uh, where do you stop? Uh, well, I think they're they're not doing this. If they were doing this out of bigot- out of their fight against bigotry, then they wouldn't be in Carolina in the first place, right? Because whatever is going on now is always going on. In fact, before there were laws, they just should, probably used to beat the crap out of gay people. Yeah. So now it's like now if we want to now it's like if we're Christian and we don't want to make a fucking wedding cake, they can't sue us. So that really is like as bad as that sounds to someone in Los Angeles. Yeah. In Carolina, that's actually seen as toler- tolerance that you don't just fucking beat them out back in the alleyway. Someone comes in for – in the old days, someone came in for a gay cake. You would fucking beat them and shove cake in their face and fucking kick them in the head. Right. So now it's like, OK, now they can't sue us if we deny them service from their cake. So this is really like sort of a tolerance a tolerance I step just, for Carolina. Yeah. I mean, what was decide like all of a sudden like Carolina is not – how's the NBA decide Carolina is now suddenly a bigoted place? Well, yeah, man. And Well, I don't know. And when you look at how it's divided, so North Carolina is a state, but most of this shit's going on in Charlotte. And the capital and Charlotte yeah. passed a law to sort of negate the the bigoted law, but that didn't work out. But is that fair to the people of Charlotte just because they live in the same state? I mean, by that definition, it's like, well, I don't like the agree with the policies overseas with the war in Iraq. I guess I'll boycott the United States, and I don't have any gigs. Like, what are you, what are you supposed well, to? Well, that's do? the other thing. So you're hurting. You're not hurting the state government or whoever passed it, or even the twenty percent people that go with. People want their Springsteen, man, in Charlotte. They want their fucking Springsteen. Well, Asheville, all, they want their fucking Springsteen, and you're just hurting them. You're not. You're not. Solving it's not. Anything. Yeah, it's not. You shouldn't lump people in by state. You know, it's more of an urban-rural thing. 
you know, if, I mean, if you go uh, 50 miles out of L.A., there's toothless meth heads, too, you know. Uh, and- 50. I can cross my street. <laughs> <laughs> there's toothless meth heads everywhere now. It's, it's just because it's a, you it's, know, it's, the it's, it's just like a slacktivist kind of – I would label this under slacktivist, yeah. which is that you just pick the topic because it's in the news and now you're making a boycott statement. And I hate when pe- I just hate when people do that. Like, if you want to consistently say, as an artist, I will not perform in any state that has fucking sodomy laws on the books or something like that, yeah. where people can be arrested for fucking having anal. Because by the way, you got you pulled a train, man. You were fucking those guys. There would have been five fucking people going to jail on you in high school. Uh, yeah. If you want to make that, the cops really got to get in there to, <laughs> to with tell their fucking them. with their cane. They need the guy caning people in Indonesia to come in there and fucking start caning some dicks off of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting out of control. Make a blanket statement. Make, be bold. Fucking if you're gonna hurt, willing to hurt your actual bottom line to make a statement, I respect you, right? Yeah, I mean, you're saying something. If you're just gonna say like we're not gonna have our all star game in North Carolina, that's just fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Or like I'm not playing gigs. Like so you weren't even booked there. <laughs> you weren't booked there. You got fucking two hundred million in the bank. There's forty nine other states where you're playing. By the way, so you're gonna go play fucking Biloxi or something like that, <laughs> where there people are extremely tolerant. Right. I, I hate when people make fucking like fake shows of like support for causes and stuff like that. I mean, I, as much as I rip on Sean Penn, at least he fucking goes places and fucking gets malaria and like fucking almost shot and shit like that. At least he fucking like almost dies many times and actually suffers financially for his causes right. and suffers from work as well. People don't hire him because of his shit. So at least he, you know, it's fucking him. At least he's real. Bruce Springsteen, you're no longer the boss. You're just a gay boss. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. All right, Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote this week on the show? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Matthew Ralston, and I'm on Facebook too somewhere, and, uh, uh, and MattRalston.net. Uh, you're like a celebrity. How come your, your train pictures didn't come out in the fappening? <laughs> are there somewhere? Is someone going to call you on C-SPAN one day and say, I have photos of you? <laughs> like uh, crazy voice. Maybe the Scientology. Man, like we've been looking through your window, and uh, we know. Oh, and they're fucking data center. Like the Mormons keep that massive data data center in, in Utah. Yeah, it's all like it's offline. Well, it's probably online these days, but they have like records of every birth in the nation and all that kind of shit. Yeah, because they do baptisms for people when they die who are not Mormon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all that weird shit. So they they collected like public records on everybody, but the Scientologists are very digital age people. They're yeah. gonna have a fucking. They're like, like mosquito drone type shit. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fucking get right into Facebook data, and they're gonna fucking you're gonna start seeing shit on your Facebook and all this other shit. They're gonna know everything about you. I'm not really scared of them though. I don't really give a fuck. Uh, well, when your train pictures come out, <laughs> <laughs> five in, when five Inuits fucking riding you from behind come out, you feel a little differently. <laughs> uh, for Brian, sound engineer, star. This is Lex. Talk to you next week. Last man on Earth. Mm-hmm.